From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Very good morning, Mike. Adrian Orr, a little hawkish. A little bit hawkish, yeah. No change in the official cash rate yesterday, but by no means a non-event. It was uh, undeniably more hawkish than I think the market had been expecting. Uh, look, Mike, I've been saying for a couple of weeks that I thought the RBNZ would lean against the market because uh, expectations and, and anticipation of interest rate cuts a lot earlier than currently forecast are not what the RBNZ wants to see just yet. Now, you could actually argue that the, uh, the inflation numbers also don't support it. Uh, but the reason for this, Mike, is that if the market anticipates cuts and you see falls in longer-term interest rates, that potentially lowers lending rates, which is good for everyone, you know, which we would all love to see, but it loosens monetary policy essentially by, by proxy, and I don't think they want to see that yet. I said yesterday morning that in, the inflation rate is nowhere near where it needs to be, and we were reminded of that yesterday by the statement, but there are some quite specific elements I think we should highlight. Firstly, you know, in a practical sense, the RBNZ now doesn't meet until February, so it's a long time between drinks. So I think they needed to sort of set the scene very clearly, which they did. Uh, secondly, you've got the OCR track, the track of the official cash rate. I thought it would stay the same, but it's been tweaked up. And it's essentially gone from sort of 5.6 to 5.7, which implies there's the risk of another rate hike in there. And then that was commented on a lot yesterday. They've also moved up what is called the neutral rate by 25 basis point. You take all those things together and it's got quite a hawkish feel about it. Now, I don't know if the OCR track, that shift up is model-related. Maybe you could ask Adrian that, but, but it certainly wasn't anticipated. But finally, I suppose the last thing I would comment on, Mike, that there also seems to be a bit of a shift in thinking in the sort of halls of power on the terrace, and it's around migration. Now, we were surprised earlier this year by the sort of seemingly quite relaxed stance of the RBNZ uh, around the potential inflationary impact of the surge in immigration we've experienced. And yesterday, I said that there's still the potential for that immigration impulse to create extra demand. And I mentioned rents as being a bit of a pivotal issue. The RBNZ has seemingly elevated these risks around immigration. So yesterday they said, while population growth has eased supply constraints, the effects of aggregate demand are becoming apparent. So it's increasing the risk of inflation remaining above target. Now I contrast that, Mike, to a statement from the August MPS, when, which when they said members noted that the current increase in net immigration may be less inflationary than previous increases. So they've changed their interpretation, Mike. They've sort of shifted their thinking and they're now a little bit worried about the inflationary impulse. Um, look, what does it all mean, though? Sort of data is ever is going to be important. Everything's live. Labour, housing, inflation, all, every, every data point is live from now. And interest rates sparked up yesterday, uh, the, but the moves are sort of moderated by the end of the day. So if I look at the two-year swap, close to that 522. I do want to remind people that uh, at the beginning of, beginning of October, it was at 5.8. So we're still a heck of a lot lower than we were. Kiwi spiked higher. Uh, you've got stuff going on with the US dollar as well as these domestic things, 61.53. That's back to where we were in August. Look, mortgage rates might could fall towards the end of next year, but you need the data, you need the inflation data to keep moving lower. If it doesn't, well, rates will, you know, could stay where they are. And there's still, what he's saying is the potential for them to go higher. Adrian, after 7.30. So Australia, yeah. uh, they were expecting one thing, got another. Yeah, so this is uh, so CPI indication number yesterday. Inflation fell. 4.9 is the yearly number. It's now fallen from 5.6, and it was below expectations 
of a 5.2% result. Just remember December 22 inflation, there was at 8.4, now 4.9. Now specific, here's the interesting bit, Mike. Significant contributors uh, to the October annual increase were housing, 6.1%. That's the rents, uh, food and transport as well. So rents moving up fast. That's one of the potential problems here locally. You know, housing, that housing sector does feed directly into our CPI. So I thought that was interesting. All right. What are the numbers? Uh, the U.S. markets are in positive territory. Uh, they've been bouncing around a little bit. The Dow Jones is up 78 points, 0.22%, uh, 35493. The S&P 500 is up 6 points, 4561. So small move up. And the Nasdaq up 0.14%, 14,301. Uh, overnight, the FTSE 100 lost uh, 29 points. That's 0.39%, 7426. Uh, the Nikkei lost quarter of a percent, three 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 two one. Shanghai Composite was down just over half a percent, three oh two one. The close there. The Aussies yesterday gained twenty points, point two nine of a percent, seven oh three five. The close. And the NZX fifty uh, barely moved yesterday, closing at eleven thousand two hundred and thirty five. As I said, Kiwi dollar point six one five three, so very strong. Point uh, nine two nine one against the Aussie, point five six oh three against the euro. 0.4846 pounds, 90.57 Japanese yen. Gold is trading at uh, $2,042. Brent crude, $82.27. And tomorrow morning, Mike, we're going to talk about Charlie Munger because rest yeah, in peace, Charlie. Right. Yeah, very sad news yesterday. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. Good stuff at the age of 99. All right, mate, we'll see you then. Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz.